Hello and welcome to I Don't Know the Podcast, episode 37, Pleiadians to the Rescue. As I record this, the UK is in a second lockdown, this time for a month. The people in the US have voted in an elderly man to be in charge. The planet's polar regions are losing their ice, which people say is real bad. And there are murder hornets. But despite the constant feeling of impending doom, there is hope out there. The Pleiadians. The Pleiadians are a super hot alien race, and they really like us. They like us so much that they keep sending us messages through an assortment of weirdos and freaks. Are the Pleiadians for real? I don't know. Can they give us any useful advice? I don't know. Can I meet a hot, sexy Pleiadian? Well, I'd like to. So listen on to find out what else I don't know about Pleiadians to the rescue. The Pleiadians are also known as the Nordic Aliens. They are tall with long straight white hair. They have no excess fat and are way better looking than us. If you're going to meet an alien, these would be the ones you'd want to meet. They don't eat you like a reptilian and they won't probe your butt like a grey, unless of course you ask nicely. They come from planets around the Pleiades star system, about 400 light years from Earth, which some say is the star system depicted on the Subaru logo. But not only are they interstellar aliens, they're also interdimensional. They can switch from the third dimension to the fifth or the ninth dimensions, which are made of love and yoga or something. As well as being hot and sexy, the Pleiadians are also caring, and they particularly care about us humans. So much so, that they've been sending messages to people for years. We've even covered one of those people on this show before, Jonathan Trinity Martin. But he isn't the only one. During my extensive research into this subject, I've uncovered more people channeling important information from the Pleiadians. So let's find out what they have to say. I shall bring in the Pleiadians to see what they would like to share with you. How can I tune in with the Pleiadians when well, we're all around you? Woo! Well, uh, this is a big year coming. Today I got a message straight from the king himself. That's King Quatrarch, the fourth leader of the Pleiadian aliens. You're right up there, you multi-billion bastard. Bracker Goldsmith, also known as Barbara, is an astrologer. She's a British lady who lives in Greece. She mostly does astrological readings on her YouTube channel, but also occasionally channels messages from the Pleiadians. She's a pretty ordinary looking lady, possibly in her 60s, 
And she has one of those short haircuts older women get to ward off men. The Pleiadians are sending messages to us through Bracca and sometimes are able to tell us the future so we can be prepared for, oh, I don't know, global catastrophes? So I found a channeling video of the Pleiadians telling us what to expect for the end of 2019 and going into 2020. Let's see if we could have used their information. Hi everybody, welcome. And now, due to popular demand... That's debatable. Although her YouTube channel does have 227,000 subscribers. I shall bring in the Pleiadians to see what they would like to share with you from their perspective. Well, uh, this is a big year coming and many changes are coming. Of course, there are always changes happening. But we are going to share with you the uh, major changes that we see coming. That does sound a bit like Jonathan Martin. And they came in quick. No heavy breathing for two minutes. Just straight in with the fast-talking, weird English accent. Water will be an issue. Water is going to be key in this coming year. Don't underestimate water. Water, eh? Well, I did have to fix my kitchen sink a few months ago. So water, as far as uh, flooding is concerned, too much water, too little water, extremes around water we are seeing. That is uncanny, because in December 2019, former US President Donald Trump had this to say. We have a situation where we're looking very strongly at sinks and showers and other elements of bathrooms where uh, you turn the faucet on in areas where there's tremendous amounts of water, where the water rushes out to sea because you could never handle it, and you don't get any water. You turn on the faucet, you don't get any water. They take a shower and water comes dripping out. It's dripping out, very quietly dripping out. People are flushing toilets 10 times, 15 times, as opposed to once. They end up using more water. So EPA is looking at that very strongly, at my suggestion. Uh, you go into a new building or a new house or a new home, and they have standards on where you don't get water. You can't, you can't wash your hands, practically. There's so little water comes out of the faucet. And the end result is you leave the faucet on, and it takes you much longer to wash your hands. You end up using the same amount of water. So we're looking at, uh, very seriously, at opening up the standard. And uh, there may be some areas where we'll go the other route, desert areas. But for the most part, you have many states where they have so much water that it comes down. It's called rain, that they don't know, they don't know what to do with it. So we're going to be opening up that, I, I believe. And we're looking at uh, changing the standards very soon. I hope you did look into that very strongly and very bigly. And it's really going to be important to make sure that you tune in to Mother Earth and listen to where the water is going to be. Not in a toilet, apparently. Because Mother Earth is transmitting messages all the time. There is information out there for you all the time, but you have to find ways to be able to tune into it. And that's going to be your challenge this coming year, is to tune in to Mother Earth's messages. I think Mother Earth's message this year is that she wants to kill us all. Listen carefully. Watch the animals. Listen to the trees. Listen to the skies. Listen to the earth. Even put your ear to the earth from time to time. 
You'll be amazed at the messages and the information that you can glean. I've gleaned nothing from this so far. She rattles on for a while, telling us to change our attitudes to things that may seem odd. But she would say that, right? You're all trying to, uh, well, many of you, not all of you now, it's changing. But uh, you're trying to fit in. You're trying to compromise. You're trying to find ways that you'll feel comfortable around other people. But you know, don't look for that. Don't look for that. Don't look for comfort anymore. Not in that way that you used to do. Each one of you has got something special. See, I knew I was special. My mum always told me I was. And all you have to do is ask for the guidance. Many of you ask, how can I tune in with the Pleiadians? Well, we're all around you. We're in that space that you think's empty. <clears throat> Which, of course, is not empty. Uh-oh. And you'll be awakening other senses. You'll be awakening other abilities. Other antennae coming to you. If you can think of yourself as an insect with antennae coming out of your head. Looking really like an E.T. <laughs> that wasn't funny. Why do they even think that's funny? But there's so much more. And we want you to begin to tune into that. Now, living around water, being near water, swimming in water, being in warm water, showering, anything to do with water is going to heal you. Really? Because if only Donald Trump had been given four more years, he could have solved this, and we wouldn't even need the Pleiadians. Shower heads and faucets. So shower heads, you take a shower, the water doesn't come out. You want to wash your hands, the water doesn't come out. So what do you do? You just stand there longer or you take a shower longer? Because my hair, I don't know about you, but it has to be perfect. All this talk of water and antennae is all well and good. But what would actually happen in 2020? The year is going to be spreading energy. You're going to learn how to spread energy, like you spread butter on bread. It's time to spread energy. This year certainly has been about spreading something, but it's not energy or butter. You've kept your energy uh, small for the most part. And you're going to have an opportunity to learn how to spread your energy further, wider, so that you manifest more of what you want quickly. Is she saying I'm fat? I mean, sure, I've put on a few pounds this year, but saying I'm slowly spreading myself isn't really helpful. You'll find if you will surrender to... Mm, not surrender, if you will just allow yourself to spread your energy wider. See yourself as a wide, wide vessel. The Pleiadians are calling me fat. But if you could just spread yourself out, stretch yourself up and out and around... I'm not sure I can take any more of this fat shaming, which does actually go on for a little while. She then starts talking about enhancing your energy and learning to tune into the vibrations of different dimensions. Then she starts talking shit about dogs or something. Let yourself loose. You have no idea. You think you have a dog tied up on a lead. But you've got leads all over yourself. You're tied to this, you're tied to that, you're tied to the other. Let yourself off the lead. Unhook yourself. 
The difference between you and a dog is that you don't realize that you want to come off the lead. You've got so used to all these restrictions and things that you think you must and have to do. The main difference between me and a dog is that I can't lick my own balls, no matter how hard I try. She'd probably say it's because I'm fat. You don't realize you've got leads and chains all around you. But look at an animal that runs free. Look at a bird that runs free. And a bird that's in a cage. Don't you feel sad when you see those birds in cages, those beautiful little birds? Or a dog in a cage or a cat in a cage. They hate it, don't they? They can't bear to be in those little cages. It'd be bearable if you could lick your own nuts, I guess. And now I come to think about it. During my travels around the world, I once saw a dancing bear in Romania. And let me tell you, that bear loved his cage. He loved his cage so much he had to be hit with a stick to get him out of it. But I digress. And we are working with you to expand, to see our spaceships, to see beyond. And people will say, oh, you're crazy, what a load of nonsense, I can't see that. And many can't, and many can. And trust it, trust and open up that there's so much more than you can see. So, after calling me fat, now I think she's having a go at my colour blindness. Yes, that's right, I'm colour blind. The last disability that people are allowed to make fun of. As soon as I mention it, people go, What colour's this? What colour's this? I mean, if you see a guy in a wheelchair, do you say, But could you walk here? Or how about here? Or can you walk at night? Anyway, I, I digress again. Space travel is going to be a big thing this coming year. Next three or four years, big, big, big. You're going to make big strides with space travel, understanding space and ETs and all of us. Ah! Yes, that's going to grow exponentially. Not sure about that, really. Especially since this is a message from beings that live 400 light years away. There is much anger on the planet. No shit, Sherlock. Anger is running high. Flames and fires are running high. So it's going to be important to maintain your energy field, to maintain an equilibrium, a sense of gentleness. It's not to say you won't get angry because you will, because there's so many things going on that really upset one's vibrational field from time to time. Very difficult to keep it constantly perfect and in alignment. It is. It's so hard to stay perfect. You know, it goes in and out, it's dynamic, but it's going to be important to release whatever you're feeling quickly. Is this a euphemism? Let it go, out, poof, poof, like a, like a firework, poof, and it's gone. Makes a noise, but then it's finished. Doesn't go on and 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 on. I'm pretty sure it's a euphemism, but after all that dirty talk, she's back to telling us about nature and stuff. The trees do talk to one another, of course, not in the way that you perceive it, and the flowers do too, but it's a different kind of communication. It's a quieter communication. Learn to communicate more quietly. Learn to express yourself with gentleness, with quietness. It's going to be very helpful in the turbulence that we see coming, and it will be turbulent. Goodness gracious, it will. Here we go. I think the Pleiadians are actually going to call 2020. But you want some turbulence because you know you get very bored when the seas are very calm. Eh, you like it for a little while and then you're bored. You say, well, what's happening? I'm bored. 
It's like that in a relationship. It's all going all right, all right. You'll have a little bit of drama just to, you know, spice it up a little. It's like having very bland food. It's nice to have a little bit of salt and pepper and a little bit of something to spice it up. Spice yourself up. Hmm. Think of ways you can spice yourself. Is she referring to the recreational drug spice? I've seen it's very popular in Croydon, but I don't think the Pleiadians should be encouraging that sort of thing. Well, those were a few things we wanted to share with you. Yes, there's going to be more. We're going to do a Q&A live, which will be good, because then we'll get your questions. Maybe as a result of some of this, many of you ask about climate change. Yes, the climate's changing, all right. And it's not something to be uh, running from. It's something to be looking at and examining and seeing, ah, the climate is changing. Now, why is the climate changing? And is it affecting us? And in what way is it affecting us? And is there anything I can do about it? And if not, what can I do in my world that is productive, that is useful? I have a feeling that that was not going to be the most popular question regarding 2020. For all the great predictions about water and being fat and dogs or something, I can't help but feel... They left out some pretty big shit. They even advised us to get out of our cages when the smart money is actually saying, stay in your fucking cages. But hindsight's great, isn't it? The Pleiadians that Bracker talks to seem to be the same ones that Jonathan Martin talks to. They both have weird British accents, they overpronounce words, and they both bang on about vibrations and interdimensions and love and stuff. And they seem very happy. But it seems not all Pleiadians are happy. In fact, some are very, very angry. There's a Canadian guy on YouTube called Lionel Anderson, or The Alien Contactee. And he channels the king of the Pleiadians. And boy, is he pissed. Hello, my friends. This is Alien Contact D. Linol Anderson here with you guys with a brand new video. I know it's been a while since my last video. I took a break in April, and now I'm back. I'm ready to make some new videos for you guys. And today I got a message straight from the king himself. That's King Plachatra, the fourth leader of the Pleiadian aliens. Wow. Words straight from the top. And he's got a message to send to Bill Gates, that dirty, sneaky, little lizard man himself, Bill Gates. You're in big trouble, buddy. You're in big trouble with the king. You're in big trouble with humanity. And we're here to expose you today and send a message straight to you, straight from the Pleiadians themselves, because they've had enough of you, you dirty snake-looking nerdy bastard. Is he channeling the Pleiadians or Ricky from Trailer Park Boys? All right. So, Bill Gates, you have crossed the line for the last time. For the last time. The Pleiadians want you to know this. They're sending a very direct message to you, Bill Gates. I think he's paraphrasing and not actually live-channeling. At least I hope he isn't anyway. I couldn't take the King of the Pleiadians seriously with an accent like that. Everything you've been doing, we know you're behind this whole fake pandemic that's going on and that's right I say fake because it is I'm not gonna use the actual term of what's going on in the world everybody knows what it is the 19 thing uh, I'm gonna call it the Wuhan flu because if I were to call it by its actual name well this video would be getting demonetized right on 
right away, so we'll call it the Wuhan Flu 19. Wait, he makes money from this? Well, he does have 27,000 subscribers, so what the fuck do I know? So, we know you're behind it. We know you predicted it months before it came out, or not that you predicted it, but you knew the agenda behind it. And now you're stepping up in front of the world stage, and you're acting as if you're gonna provide the cure for this fake pandemic with your vaccine. Oh, Mr. Vaccine. Oh, all the brainwashed people. Bill Gates is gonna save us. What a good guy. The guy who made Microsoft and computers. And now here he is. He cares so much about the world and he's gonna make a vaccine and save us all. Oh, we all want our vaccine from Bill Gates. It's bullshit. Bullshit is right. I mean, has the king been drinking scotch with cocaine chasers? He is a frontman for the New World Order, okay? He is a dirty lizard. He's a reptilian, you better believe it. But we'll get into that another time. But he is there to force this mandatory vaccine come out with it. And he said it before, he's a eugenicist, okay? He wants depopulation, depopulation. He wants to kill people, pretty much. Well, we all have those thoughts. He just has a bigger budget than everyone else. He's been behind this whole agenda for this Wuhan flu 19. He's been behind it the whole damn time. And now they're saying he might even be related to the Mark of the Beast. Wouldn't he be called Bill the Mark of the Beast then? This vaccine that's going to be mandatory very well could be the mark of the beast. It could contain nanotechnology. And now they're talking about this ID2020 thing where they're going to take this invisible ink and mark it on you. And uh, I can't help but think he's gone completely off script and the Pleiadians are looking at him, either shaking their heads or running around in a panic. Like my old dad used to say, if you want an intergalactic message delivered properly, then deliver it yourself. Just don't give it to a drunk Canadian. Because he really does start going into David Icke territory here with RFID chips in the vaccine and the new universal currency patent being 666. And how the New World Order has been telling women not to have sex with him because he knows too much and is a danger to the world. Actually, I made up part of that. I wonder if you can guess which one. Anyways... You're doing all this stuff, Bill Gates, and it's pissing me off, but more so, it's pissing the king off. Okay? The king is pissed off with you, Bill Gates, and he wants to send a message to you. Again, I'm pretty sure he's not reading from the script. And that is, he is going to kick your ass come the Pleiadian Apocalypse. You've been in the bad books for a long time. The king has his bad books. But you're right at the top of the list, Bill Gates. You're right up there with Jacob Rothschild, George Soros, uh, Queen Elizabeth. What's the royal family ever done to anger people? Oh, yeah, right. You're right up there, you multi-billion bastard. That's right. The king is going to kick your ass personally. I've got nothing against Bill Gates, but I've got to say, I would definitely watch that. Even if it's on pay-per-view. Personally, that they are going to deal with you one-on-one -on -one come the Pleiadian Apocalypse. Wait, there's an Apocalypse now? A Pleiadian one? 
Anyway, he threatens to beat the shit out of Bill Gates for about another two minutes. This is all happening. This Wuhan flu 19, this is all to usher in the new world order. Look at what's happened in the world. Look at what's happened. They've put the world on lockdown. People are frightened and people are being controlled by the government. They're saying here in Canada now, and I'm sure this applies for the rest of the world, but at least for Canada, Justin Trudeau, goofball scumbag, he's saying if you don't, he says things are not going to go back to normal until they come out with the vaccine. Has Canada even noticed the lockdown? I mean, for most of the year, the weather's too bad to leave the house. And when the sun finally comes out, there's hungry bears everywhere. At least, that's my understanding of Canada. And then Bill Gates as well. You see the elite, they always tell you what they're planning to do in advance, okay? It's called predictive programming. Bill Gates was on a talk show, I believe it was that dirtbag Stephen Colbert or whatever his name is. The Pleiadians don't even like Stephen Colbert? And uh, Bill Gates is saying this is phase one of the corona... Oh, so, I almost said it. The Wuhan flu at 19. He's saying this is phase one and that there's going to be a phase two or a pandemic two that's going to come out. That's going to be even worse than the first one. Isn't it just like every sequel? So I'm telling you guys what to expect is this is probably going to die down in a little bit in a couple months here. And we're going to be thinking, oh, we're all safe from this pandemic. We're not. And then it's going to come back even worse. And they might actually make a real uh, pandemic out of it. Or if you get the vaccine, well, that's going to make you sick right there. And that will cause the second phase once you get the vaccine. We don't know. What do you mean we don't know? Why are you even telling us this then? So I hope you got the message loud and clear, Bill Gates. I hope this message gets to you. That your little fun games, you think you're on top of the world with your billions of dollars... It's not going to last forever. Let's face it, he doesn't even need it to last forever. He's worth approximately $90 billion, and he's 65 years old. So, even if he spends $3 billion a year, he can last to 95 years old. Which is probably about 75 years more than I'd last with that sort of money. And come the Palladian Apocalypse, when everything comes to an end. You're going to be one of the first dirt bags to be taken down by the king himself. Hail to the king, King Plachacha. He's always taking care of us. He's always making sure that these dirt bags are going to pay for what they've done. But until then, it's up to us to expose him, okay? We can't just sit there and let the king take care of everything. No, no. We got to expose and do the best we can with information to wake people up about the evil of Bill Gates and the agenda he is pushing. So share this video, share anything you have, any dirt you have on Bill Gates, share it while you still can. I probably won't. Episode 37. Pleiadians to the rescue. The epilogue. So, what have we learnt this week? We learnt that the Pleiadians think I'm fat. See yourself as a wide, wide vessel. We learnt that the Pleiadians have never seen the movie E.T. With antennae coming out of your head. Looking really like an E.T. 
And we learnt that even enlightened alien races have a few arseholes among their ranks. That's right. The king is going to kick your ass personally. There are an amazing amount of people claiming to be in contact with the Pleiadians on YouTube. Most of them have a weird, quite not right British accent when they're channeling and pronounce certain words in a strange way. It's almost like a Jonathan Trinity Martin soundalike competition. And a lot of them are also astrologers. But then I found that guy that is the most angry Canadian I've ever seen. He even channeled a message for Joe Biden, which is basically the same as what you heard, but substitute the name Bill Gates for Joe Biden. But the thing with them all is that what they're telling us isn't really much use at all. None of them seem to be able to forewarn of important global events until after they've happened. And then their only advice is to feel and sense the interdimensional vibrations around you or some other shit. So these remote messages aren't really good for me at all. There are people out there that say they've actually met Pleiadians in person. Some say they've even shagged them. Maybe I should be researching that angle more. The trouble is, now with the UK in a second lockdown, it's much harder to get the house to myself. If you enjoy this podcast, then share it with your friends and let me know. Join the Facebook group and the Instagram, and you can email me at idontknowpod at outlook.com. Special thanks to our logo creator, Raymond Roel of Project Raven Creative. See all his links in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and come back next week to find out what I don't know. Designed to do three